I want to talk to you a little bit about Jesus this morning. I figure this is a good time for it. That's why we're here. Acts chapter 2, we're going to start in verse 32. This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we are all witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God, exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, He hath shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto him, Unto my Lord, sit thou on my right hand, until I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Look back at verse 33. Therefore being by the right hand of God exalted... You know, I was thinking last night, as I was over here praying, you know, there's a song we sing that says, I exalt thee. <clears throat> Somewhere about halfway to three quarters of that, in that end of that song, yes, I was singing loudly, <laughs> as I often do. Somewhere about three quarters of the way through that song, It struck me all of a sudden. It doesn't matter if I exalt Him. He's already exalted. There ain't nothing I can do about it. There ain't nothing I can do to exalt Him higher. There's nothing I can do to affect it in any way. You see, it doesn't matter how I feel about it. He is exalted. So for me to sing a song that says, I exalt thee, you know what that's doing? That's just obedience. That just means I'm falling in line with what's already been done. There's nothing I can do to affect that in any way. Why is that important? Thank God, y'all are not relying on me to exalt Jesus. Think about that for a minute. If you had to rely on me for Jesus to have the authority that He has, I don't know that any of us would be saved. You see, God exalted Him. God exalted Him. He put Him in at His right hand. He stands at the right hand of the Father exalted. His name is above every name. So I want to ask you a question today. Do you trust Him? You see, we're talking about the exalted Son of God. The One that came and died for you. The One that took your sin and cast it away. The one that covered a multitude of sin by His shed blood. He did all of that for you. And He was given this 
great position as our mediator, our intercessor. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father and His enemies have been made His footstool. You know what that means? That means He has ultimate power. There's none greater than Him. He doesn't have to ever be concerned with the outcome of a battle. He has ultimate power. Do you trust Him? See, there's people in this world I trust. I can't trust them like I can trust Jesus. I want you to think about this now, because there's somebody here today that has trust issues. You may think, well, that's not me, but I'm going to point out to you in a minute, it probably is. You see, there's time after time that we go to God in prayer and we say, God, will you help me in this situation? God, I need guidance. I need wisdom. And then the answer comes and we just can't reason with ourselves and understand how that is the right way to go. Do you trust Him? You see, are you willing to give up the control of your life and put it in His hands? Do you believe He's capable of handling your little tiny problems? Do you think... He's able. See, there's a scripture that I often quote to y'all. And I wish, you know, some of you probably do, but I wish everyone could really get this in their heart, what it says. And it says that I am persuaded that He is able to keep that which I commit to Him against that day. Are you persuaded that He's able? Are you really persuaded? If you really believe that He's able and you really trust that He has your best interest in heart and has ultimate power, ultimate knowledge, ultimate wisdom, then you won't continue to do what you think is right. You will listen to what He says. See, that's easy to understand. There's nothing complicated about it. Sometimes those circumstances seem complicated. Sometimes it's tough to make a decision. But that's why we have a great and mighty God that is willing. It word tells He that asks for knowledge. He gives abundantly and freely and upbraideth it not. That means there's no conditions on it. He will give it to you if you come seeking Him. He doesn't say, well, not this time. You hadn't done enough for me. No, if you come to God seeking wisdom and knowledge, guess what? He will give you wisdom and knowledge. It may not be the answer you want to hear, but He will give it to you. Time after time, man, (laughs) I have went to God and didn't get the answer I wanted to hear. And some of those times, I went ahead and did what I thought was right. The Bible also talks about something about, oh, there's a way that seems right unto a man. I can't remember the rest. Y'all fill it in. Right? There's a way that seems right, but what? The end thereof is death. Yeah, see, there's a whole lot of ways that seem right. And in my ultimate knowledge that I think I have sometimes, 
I look at a situation and I examine, man, if I do this, this is going to be the outcome. If I do this, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to hurt this person. And I begin to look and say, well, okay, this has got to be the way to go. And I pray and ask God. And He said, no, Kevin, you need to do this. And I say, God, that don't make no sense. If I do that, I, there's, I don't know how I can even do that. You know what he said? Kevin, my ways are higher than your ways. Do you trust me? Do you believe that I'm going to be in control? Do you believe that I have your best interest in heart? Do you believe that even the impossible is possible with me? See, I serve a God of the impossible. Yeah, come on now. That ain't, that ain't the right way to do this. Let me try one more time. I serve a God of the impossible. The impossible with Him is just child's play, right? What, what with me and with men is impossible to Him is just another day at the office, man. It's nothing to Him. It's not a struggle. Don't worry about bothering God with your problems. You can't bother Him. He can't be bothered. He is abundantly able to do what you need. Above what you can ever imagine or comprehend. So you can't bother Him by going to Him with your problems. You ever hear people say that? Oh, I ain't going to bother God with this. This is just... It's just it's minor. You can't bother Him. He wants you to come to Him. Why? Because He knows how foolish we are. He knows how limited our intellect is and how we don't have knowledge of the future. He wants us to come to Him so that He can work in our life and provide the best outcome. I've said many times, anything outside of God's will can never be better than second best. Do you understand that? His will is always the best. There is none better. So if you have any preconceived notions that somehow you have the perfect answer, you need to go back and evaluate, was this what God said I should do? Because if it's not, it may be okay. It may be good even second best. But don't you want the best? Don't you want the best? See, if, if you're willing to settle for second best, that tells you one thing. You don't trust God. You trust Him a little bit, but do you fully trust Him? Another scripture that goes right along with what we just read is Philippians 2 and 9. It says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted Him and given Him a name which is above every name. You know what that means? That means that there is no one 
that has higher authority. There is no one that is more worthy of praise than Jesus. What in the world did He do to deserve that kind of position? Well, let me count. First of all, He is God. The only true God. You know, there's all these false gods. There's all these people that have lived on earth and then after they die are worshipped as God. There's all of these made-up gods that nobody's ever seen. Nobody ever... Have y'all ever read Greek mythology? you ever learned anything about that? You know what most of those gods were? Their best attempt at explaining what happens in nature. They look at the sun going across the sky. Oh, that's got to be a god right there riding a chariot carrying this big ball of fire. Makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, if you're smoking crack. (laughs) See, that was the best explanation they had. But for some reason, their heathen mind began to exalt these things as God. Right? Because they didn't have knowledge of the true God. And if they did, they rejected it for their own knowledge because they had exalted themselves to a position of human power, right? They exalted themselves, right? We don't exalt Jesus. We may lift up His name in praise, but understand this. God exalted Him. Right? The Word says that He was found in the fashion of a man, right? But before that, what? Thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Why? Because He was God. See, there's no other explanation for that. He is worthy of praise. He is highly exalted above every other God. He has ultimate power. So I ask you the question one more time today, church. Do you trust Him? Because I see a whole lot of lack of trust in my own life sometimes. I forget about who it is I serve. I forget how great and mighty He is sometimes, and I begin to look to myself for the answers. And all I had to do was go to the Master. The Master Creator. The One that designed me. How can you not trust somebody with that kind of Intelligence. See, there's many people in my life that I think are pretty sharp. Right? There's people I know that I think are wise. Some even beyond their years. Right? Young, young men that have a lot of wisdom. And I believe God has imparted it to them. I trust them. And when I ask them something, I'm swayed by their answer. Because I have put trust in them. Why do I want to argue with God? Has He not shown Himself to be faithful? Has He not shown Himself to be truthful? He has. 
Has he ever one time, even one little time, let me down? Why can't I trust him? You know why? Flesh. Flesh. Because I allow my flesh to get too strong. I allow my flesh to begin to exalt itself in place of God. I start looking to myself for answers when what I should be doing is remembering how great He is, how powerful He is, how knowledgeable He is, how wise He is, and the most important thing, how much He loves me. You see, I can ask somebody here on this earth that I think is smart, that I think is wise, but do they love me as much as Jesus loved me? Do they have concern for me like He has for me? They may love me a lot, but you can't replace that love. You can't take the place of that kind of love. That kind of, oh, I don't understand that kind of love, y'all. Do you understand what happened on the cross? Do you understand the transformation that takes place when you make Him Lord of your life? You see, that's love that we can't put into words. That's the love He has for me, so... You know what? I want to trust Him. I want to trust Him. He wants to guide me to eternity with Him. But if I begin to trust myself, I'm heading the other direction. Does that mean that every time there's a decision to be made, I should pray? Man, why not? Why not? You ain't got to sit there on your knees for hours waiting for God to speak to you. But give it to Him. And then start moving and see where He leads you. See where He guides you. See, God will orchestrate your daily life for you. He will. He will put you in the path of people that need to hear about Him. He will steer you around. You talk to Brother Jack back there and find out. He will steer you around danger. He will lead you, what? In the path of righteousness for His sake. Why? Him. Him. His name is on the line, right? Think about that. When I go to God and I say, God, I need help with this, you know why He'll answer? First of all, because He said He would. And He's faithful and truthful. His name is on the line. If He were to ever not answer you, if He were to ever lead you astray, you would have cause to not worship Him. You would have a a reason to not give Him praise. Why? Because He didn't live up to what He said He was. Then you don't have to believe the Bible. Because it's not true. See, if there's one error, that's all you need. We serve the ultimate God. Listen, there's no fallibility in Him. He's not wrong in any instance. Ever. So do you trust Him? 
Child, we need to trust Him. We need to trust Him. There's decisions in our lives on a daily basis that, that we need to be committing to God. There's decisions in this church that need to be committed to God. And be persuaded He's able to keep those things you commit to Him. He will. He will turn around and surprise you sometimes with the outcome. And you'll sit back in awe and just say, I don't even know what just happened. But I know God moved. (laughs) There's times I can't explain what just happened. Can't even put it into words. Just know God has intervened. I know, I don't know how many even, I don't even know how many people I, that have told me of times when they were either in an accident or almost in an accident or they saw an accident they would have been in and they don't have an explanation. They just know God intervened. God had to have intervened. I told y'all one time about a wreck I almost had. And all I got out of the thing was a flat tire. And I spun around several times in the road and and just so happened to go backwards into this little embankment and just got right back onto the highway. And y'all, I ain't that good a driver. I'm not that good. Not when you see what happened. That's that's professional Hollywood stuntman kind of stuff right there. And the only thing that would have made it better was if there was a ramp with a fire ring. Right? God had control. He's worthy to be trusted. He is. I've seen another time that I went to pass somebody and out of the nowhere, just, I mean, I don't even know how they got there. Here's a car. And then just all of a sudden, there was an opening and I could just move over and no harm, no foul. Y'all, that's God. He's a God of the unexplainable. A God of the impossible. We can trust Him. He's on our side. What's the Word say? If He be for us, who can be against us? That's a rhetorical question for y'all that may not know. It means, I just answered it. God's for you. (laughs) That's all you need to know. If God's on your side, that's all you need to know.